Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. What? He had a little too much to drink. Where's Michael at? Aaron's looking for him. Oh, my God. Remember we had the the bigger girl flash we don't know mm. with the adam's apple oh he's out on the floor <laughs> she was no, eyeing him up like her vultures on the sideline and then karen came and started that yeah i remember vaguely. that was the biggest vulture yeah. i've ever seen she was right? like, yeah. pterodactyl because okay, i, I right was just there in the middle dancing by myself you were you were and then, and they then, came and then there's like two two ladies i'll say they fought heavyweight yeah. <laughs> i'm being nice yeah but uh they were yeah they were drooling cheap on the sideline michael you're coming over here yeah. with me you're gonna i'm just out there dancing i'm on him you're gonna get hurt you're yeah. coming over here with me i think i they got ended the... up in the bath that was the night i ended up in so, the bathroom you guys gonna find you said you weren't feeling good you went to the bathroom i'm gonna use bathroom real quick okay I didn't show up. We're waiting. Where is he? So we're waiting and waiting and waiting. Here he went to another bathroom. And um, I guess you were throwing up. Yeah, I was wrapped around the toilet. He He passed out. Oh, my. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by the one and only Rich Lada, and our guest today is the amazing Mike Padilla. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the Dickie Talk. At working Pete Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workrespectsatemail.com. Please like and subscribe so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Rich, how are we doing? We're doing great. Very nice. Thank Mike, you. how are you? I'm great. Awesome. Well, speaking of being great, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. So let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspectives exploring your day. And how you get paid Launching a new episode Every Tuesday Your day can transform While we inform With new episodes available On every platform So check out our vibe And how we get live Then do us a solid Share and subscribe that's impressive i mean do you hold your breath the whole time that high pitch you know you gotta get it on to like exhale like you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. breathe out yeah i mean i don't know honestly it's just like so much yeah and then you go yeah it's all you can do you know what i mean but all right so 
Uh, Mike has uh, was originally on the show November 16th of 2021 was your first episode, uh, which is available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. But he was then came back for the Henzo Gracie Roundtable, which is also available on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. Uh, great time both times, but I want to get back into it. Mike here is a Henzo Gracie black belt. It's pretty impressive how short amount of time he got the black belt. He owns his own store, or, or sorry, his own gym, Padilla BJJ. We'll have a link in the description for all their or for all their stuff, Instagram and websites and everything that you're on. But how's things, Mike? How are you? Things are great. You're not good. Good Can't deal. Complain. Thanks for being on. And how is owning a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu academy? Uh, it's 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 got his ups ups and downs, yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah, we get through it. Yeah, you know I, mean? I like what I do, and you know, so yeah, we keep it going. That's it, man. Hey, man, you do what you love. You never work a day in your life. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I want to go back a little bit. When we had you on the show, we talked a lot of, originally. We talked a lot about your early life and coming up through school and the different mistakes you made. And we touched slightly on like your Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu experience, but I really wanted to co- concentrate more on that experience as well. So. We know, like, if you want to, you know, check out your early stuff, like, you were, you grew up in New York, you came down here when you were, like, 12, 13, kind of some family situations going on, you know, we don't have to get too much into that, had a little trouble in high school, you know, had some run-ins with the law, all that kind of fun stuff, just a little bit, um, but, you know, you were, you were on a path that wasn't that, uh, you know, that you, you weren't, you weren't loving, right? No. Then if you, you wrestled in high Same school, place. yeah, yeah, you were wrestling in high school, was very successful at that. And then you found jujitsu. And honestly, we brought up again on the show because you had the best line. You went into jujitsu the first day, got your kicked and then said, this is for me. Yeah, yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. So what was your kind of like, you know, when you first got into it, what was your thoughts? And then what was your first thoughts going into the gym and everything like that? So like, uh, you know, back then. You guys had the gym at, in Hatfield, yep. uh, the athletic club yep. Yep. in the basement there. Yeah. And like I, I had no intentions of uh, training with you guys or or anything. Uh, but Chris Canelli was, was down there. Say. And then Dan Smedberg was down there. And I graduated with both those guys. Yeah. And they were like getting ready for fights. And like mm-hmm. I just wanted to lift weights. And uh, that was it. Like, yeah. And they were like. They're like kept seeing me. They're training, and I like you know I'd creep over to the door and yeah, like, oh, yeah. on in oh, there, yeah. you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And so, uh, so eventually, Chris Canelli actually finally was like, uh, "You got to come down and do this." Your wrestling was pretty good, like <laughs> yeah. just just like wrestling. Yeah. And um, actually, another friend of mine, Matt Bomboy, he trained with you guys oh, a yeah. couple of years prior to that. Yeah. And he would always be like, dude, just go, just go. See, like, you're so good at wrestling, blah, blah. Chris Canelli talked you up. He yeah. Told me, he goes, so he's going to be your most athletic guy you've ever had, Richard. Yeah. He goes, and one thing Biggest, I'm going to say, the hardest head. He goes, super <laughs> athletic. He's a natural, lazy as. F- <laughs> that was Chris's exact words. And that, that was coming back from Atlantic yeah, yeah. City one night at like three in the morning. Yeah, and we just got done a fight. And he goes, he's going to be way better than me. Yeah, he goes, yeah, but yeah. like, he's going to be a, he's, I'm telling you, he's going to be the most athletic guy you ever had. He's just fing lazy. So as long as you're willing to get on him, you're going to be good. So it took them about, it took them about like probably two or three months. I was lift, just lifting weights. And I'm like, you know, I was getting bored as it is. Yeah, you know course, what I mean? Yeah, so of course. Uh, I finally, you know, I sat down. I, I think I forget who I talked to. Uh, whoever you guys had running signups back then, because it wasn't it wasn't you or Karen. Um, it was it probably was Mike, like, it was probably Michael Carp. Mike. No, it was that older lady, the blonde lady. 
Oh, um, forget her name. Donna. You know who I'm talking about. Donna. Yeah, Donna. Donna. Yeah, she was there when I signed up too. Yeah, so she she signed me up, and then finally I got I talked to you, and uh, I so like so what happened was I showed up on a Saturday morning, and there was like an open mat, or they might even have like a little class. It might have been a class. Yeah. I think actually not to I didn't I don't really want to bring them up, but uh, Tattoo Sean was actually teaching it. Mm-hmm. And Dan Jordan was helping him. Okay. And uh and then we rolled and then Sean Fisher beat the piss out of me. He was probably 15 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was I think I was 24. Yeah. I forget. I might yeah. 24, 26. Sean was to come but, uh, but yeah, like he he might have been 17. Give myself some but yeah, he beat the piss out of me, and right yeah. then I was like. I need to know. I need to know how he just did that to me because yeah. I'm a tough son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. made me look ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and so I was hooked from then. I was ready to go. He yeah. had an unassuming way. He was a quiet yeah, kid. Yeah, a little dorky redhead yeah, kid. Exactly. <laughs> Looked yeah. like Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> you know, he was worse when glasses. Yeah. yeah, big head, pale. Big head. Yeah. Pale. So look, as Rich would say, born a victim. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kid was. That kid made many men. Go home and cry. Yep. I'm telling you that much oh, yeah. right now. That's one of the best things about it, though. Like you need, like the humbling experience everybody yeah. goes through. Yeah. No one comes in and is like top dog right away. Everybody no, no. Dog. It took about probably once I picked up, like I got like a bunch of the basics down and knew what I was, what I needed to avoid. Yeah, yeah. my yep. wrestling then complemented my jujitsu, and yeah. then I made it a lot harder for you know my training partners to to do anything really. But. Nice. I think the next hardest transition was going from primarily no gi to gi. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so like the gi kept me or the no gi kept me athletic. Like mm-hmm. it kept me moving. I, and I, I'm an action junkie back then. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I yeah. love the scrap, you know what yeah. I mean? I love getting a good scrap moving. Yeah. But, uh, so I couldn't pass guard to save my life. And like, and like, that's like your jujitsu becomes a lot easier once you're able to pass the guard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, so once I put the gi on, he was like, dude, put the freaking gi on. Stop f***ing around. Put the gi on. So I put the gi on, and it got me tighter, and, and it took away the athleticism, and it took away their athleticism. So I was able to, you know, pick up passing and, and really excel in the gi. I, I mean, I concentrated on the gi. I didn't take it off for probably three years after that. Oh, shit. And I just trained and competed exclusively in the gi. But it made your it's level so, go from here. Yeah, to here. yeah, yeah. We yeah. catapulted. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that on the yeah, show. We true. talked about it with Sean Williams, with Jr., with everyone. Really, it was like you know the no gi is fun and it's yeah. like exciting and it's, you feel like you're not as constricted, but you don't have as much available. But the learning process really in the gi really uh, levels you up. Yeah, yeah. it you slows agree? everything down, and, and you really have to use technique. Uh, I went through the gi. same process, yeah. I and mean, yeah. everybody does at a certain point. You're like, ah, yeah, purple belt. I don't ever want to put the gi back on. Yeah. And, or even a higher level blue belt, you've know, been training for four or five years, and you're like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I got it all. <laughs> and you don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I always said, man, it's slow. What it did was it slowed things down for me. It allowed me to really understand what I'm doing. And all your no gi techniques derive from the gi. Yeah. And that was the kind of thing. Once I was able to slow it down, and it wasn't how many moves you can do, it's the quality yeah. of what you're doing. Once you realize, oh, wow. There's a lot of stuff I don't need to. It's a lot of extra. The gi just tightened everything yeah, up. Yeah, sure. Offensively and defensively. Like, if you can get out from the bottom in the gi, whether it be a position or a submission, you can get out no gi twice as easy. Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Things, yeah. yeah you, have a, you have a good understanding of how the body works, mechanics. You know, the only difference being, and look, you can approach 
the gi the same way you approach no gi. I don't have to use the grips. There are certain things. Yeah, I don't really use like passing guard in the gi. I use I primarily use no gi grips. Yeah, same. because once you start grabbing the pant legs, it kind of locks you in. You got to worry about deli Eva and all that bullshit, oh, yeah. or uh, uh, lasso guard and spider guard. I, the, when you're not grabbing the pant legs, I don't have to worry about any of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it does free you up to avoid certain things that's, that might be somebody else's strength. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, yeah. It tightened everything up for me, for sure. Okay. So you're coming into the gym. You're early doors. Like you, when you started coming in though, right? Did you have goals early on or is it just like. No, nah, I was a knucklehead, bro. I mean, like at that time I was still, uh, like everybody always says, like, so I say this all the time. Like everybody's like, man, I wish I started this uh, like 10 years prior. And I'm yeah. like, honestly, I wasn't mature enough to start it at the time. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I needed to start it late. I'm, I I probably could have even benefited faster. Yeah. And I got my black belt in six years. Yeah. I, if I started another year or two later, I would have probably been even that much better because I would have been that much mature to calm down and mm-hmm. take this thing seriously that yep. I needed to take serious. Like yeah. I just wasn't. You know, I was, I was, I had to chase them. I was, yeah, yeah. I was in my early or mid 20s. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Maybe in and out. Yeah. And like, honestly, they had an intervention with me. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, one day, and I was probably just about to get my purple belt. I might have been a purple belt. I forgot. I but, remember. But uh, I think I pissed one of the guys off because I was just beating the piss out of him and he okay. was an upper rank. Yeah. And, and like, and he was just like he, he was fed up with me. So it was like six of us or seven of us, right? They're just like, imagine how good you would be if you would be in here every day. Uh, <laughs> and I was like yeah. training twice, three times a week at the time. Yeah. And like and like just coming in just for classes, you know what I mean? And then I, I would I was just coming up on everybody fast. Yeah. And they were just yeah. they were just pissed that I wasn't giving more of an effort. It's sort of like and just can you guys do? Can they're like yeah. they were like, can you do us a favor and give more effort? That way we don't feel as bad about our. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, but like, even though like you're having so much success early on and at a lot faster pace than most people do, was that not like uh, you know part of like what's luring you in? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, like it took it took like I think I started what plus uh, two. We, just, you're partying still. You're yeah, I was partying. The game. first five years yeah. is your the, is your fastest learning. Yeah. yeah first yeah. five years and if you're a natural person where it takes one or two times and you got it like yeah, he's yeah. a visual learner yeah. he could see it and do it That's i'm the same way yeah visual right not yeah. necessarily hearing it it but just he, made sense yeah. he has to keep moving the whole time he can't sit and listen and mm-hmm. go through technique he needs yeah. to see it once or twice do it he does it boom good and that's yeah, yeah. he's a natural that way and that's why it, it clicked for him, but we were like, man, if you take this serious, yeah, look at where you can be. And we were always like, me and Greg always thought, wow, if we get another guy up to our life, just another training yeah, partner, yeah, and then the the, everybody yeah, else yeah, yeah. under us yeah. can benefit, and it's going to bring everybody's level. That's yeah. how I always looked at it. No, if that's I can right. make you as good as me or better, you're that's doing that. something right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. doing something right, and it brings up everybody else. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, and that's kind of we were like, he's a natural, like. He could be at this level, yeah, like quicker, and everybody else's level is going to come up from it. Yeah, yeah. plus it creates a better training partner for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. that was the whole idea behind well, everybody. It. So it's like a little. So I say this all the time. Like I'm just training. I'm trained. I teach training partners. I'm not teaching yep. students. I'm literally. I'm. It's kind of selfish on my hand. Like I just want you guys to get good to where you give me a run for my money. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that, look, I'll tell you right now. If your goal is anything short of that, 
get out of the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to you want to make yeah. first of all things are more accessible now. Um, oh my training, God. there's so much more information out there. Yeah. All the instructors now have been there, done that. They've already got things dissected. Boom. They're giving you the easiest pathways, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the whole idea is to give back. You want to produce somebody or yeah. many people that are as good as you, if not better, giving them even a bigger platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means, hey, you gave back and you're doing the right thing, right? Yeah. To hold back, and that is ridiculous. Yeah, and I've yeah, heard yeah, of people doing that. Silly. Yeah, that yeah. is the dumbest thing I ever it's heard silly. in my life. That's so, an ego thing. The, well, the, with YouTube the proudest, nowadays, you can't even do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. The, the, like, the, the proudest moment you have is when you have a student that becomes like a phenom. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know what Look I mean? What and then when you have one after another, you go, holy shit. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and that just, you know, that, I mean, that success kind of brings more people in also. I, I, yeah. I look at the, the Henzo himself and Henzo created that platform all the way through. That's how he was. He just gave, 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 gave. Um, and that's why you see so much success throughout the organization, right? Yeah. Like brother. Yeah. I would love to see a web of like Henzo. And you, you look know. at all the people. When me and Sean were talking yes. when we were here, like you see the web of of successful people from sport jujitsu into MMA, yeah, that have you know crazy levels oh, have yeah. really put a splash and a mark on jujitsu. Yeah, um, you know, it just it, it speaks for itself. Yeah. You know, yeah, you got you got Mike and you know Jordan and Sid yeah. and just every. I mean, and that's just and it's just him. Yeah. It's just I mean, and it's just just a yeah. couple people from here. Not Greg. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not to mention you know like a ton of people. Oh but yeah. Back then, this gym was like it's not how it was now, but like dude, there was dude because we got to understand. Uh, I started in two thousand eight, right? Which okay. was like the only I, I think you were. You might have just gotten your brown belt, or you might have. No, I was black belt. I was black belt. No, but it was. No, nah, you weren't a black. As I remember, you getting your black belt, like you going up to New York. It was, right, it, it, was it was right around two thousand eight. Two thousand nine. No, two thousand eight. You must have started a little before. This. So you were yeah. brown belt. It was like started. right at the end of two thousand seven, beginning of two thousand eight. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's, so right around that's started. about when I started. The end of two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I think it was actually in November of two thousand seven. Okay. Yeah. So okay, right at the end. Got it. So so you yeah you were brown belt when I walked in the gym and. You were, I think you were going up like twice a week or something yep. like that, playing with, with Henzo. Man. And then, uh, thinking about that, I did that for multiple decades. God yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you then down the Ricardos. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And then occasionally go up to Matt's yeah. in Long Island, which was a whole nother. That's like driving freaking five like going states. to Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. So, but yeah. So, like I was saying, like, there was like no jujitsu. Like, he was the only guy in the area. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and like, you wanted jiu-jitsu. to go to, well, I don't think. Was there anybody though? Uh, I guess there was. Yeah, there was some there was, guys. That there's there balance. Yeah. Well, no, the balance. They're, they're, yeah. those guys are good. Yeah, but that was Philly. Yep. Like, yeah, that's in. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Now we're yeah. talking yeah. totally separate. But Philly, in, they, yeah. like, in a, this area, no, which was you're the, the, the only guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm Phil and solid. And like, if there was anybody, they probably was training with him at first. Yeah, yeah, like left. It was just me and Greg. Yeah, that was really that was it. It was me and Greg. Yeah. Your guys' story is crazy about yeah, like, they're just finding backyards. <laughs> so, so I was saying, like the the clientele Rich had back then, it was, like, we were all fighters. Uh, yeah, like, it was literally we were just all fighters. Like <laughs> yeah. we had a whole lineup from you know 125 to yeah. heavyweight. Yeah, like we had a whole team. Think about like, a card. We'd have 14 yeah. guys yeah. on a card. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. that's unheard of. Like today, if yeah, you have yeah. three guys on a card, that's like considered. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it's gotten so big that you have the sport jujitsu end of it now. 
Like, if you wanted to really get a name, you had to go into MMA, even if you didn't want to, yeah. to build up a name to go into sports jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So now I like it that you have – the guys don't have to go that route. Oh, yeah. That's not no, that they're, route. They're right. celebrities in their own right yeah. now, yeah. for and, sure. And that's the way it should be. You Agreed. should be able to do yeah. that. Now – I didn't some, make a name for an MMA, but, like – But it was good. I got a decent name yeah. for jiu-jitsu. Like, More than decent. In don't this be, area, I'm – Yeah. Don't be humble, good, buddy. You're you know, pretty damn good. And when everybody always tells me, everyone's like, Mike's bottom game is so incredible. I said – Mike can put that game wherever he wants it. Yeah. He chose that. Now, granted, he has all the tools to do it. Good wrestler. He's good at blending everything. But you I told see- me. You told me when I came in, like we know you can stay on top. Can you just learn how to be <laughs> yep. <at> bottom? Because <laughs> like I, my wrestling was good enough. Yeah, I can, yeah, I yeah. can yeah. get swept. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like which is and give people a hard time on bottom. But like yeah. I gave you my the same advice. Trash, so I sat my ass on yeah. the ground. And I figured out the guard. All of yep. a sudden, I'm this crazy guard player doing all this shit. And so that's like, you know how you become good with the guard? <laughs> yeah. You put yourself in that position. And yeah. you use your learn. You, you learn to use your legs like arms. Yeah. yeah. And oh, your feet you, like both hands. Of you guys are like that. That's how you. And if, if, I like see somebody flex like feet. Yeah. yeah. They're always doing it. Like, I just. what You know what happened? One time I seen Henzo. And, just tra- and the way he was transitioning with his feet, I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I got it. Really grabbing you with his foot. Just me seeing that <laughs> took one time. Yeah. And then that clicked. And that was me, maybe as a white belt or blue belt. Damn. And I was like, holy shit. And yeah. sometimes, even when he did it, I remember talking to him. He would show a technique and drill it and blah, blah, blah. And I go, Enzo, I watched you train. And he like bypassed a bunch of steps. And he goes, Richie, I do that for a reason. And he goes, it helps you to learn. But obviously, as yeah, you yeah, get it, yeah, yeah, it's not gonna. You, you, yeah. you. He goes, "You're right in what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that yeah. gets taken out, but sometimes the average person to learn, you need to have those steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I know agree. what I mean? So yeah. it's more of a learning tool than it yeah. is. So it's like learning long division versus short division. Well, long learning is long division too. When you give them those in between steps, yes. it's easier to teach. But when we're teaching them, they're going against a non-resistant opponent or partner, right? Like yep. so, like. So a lot of that shit gets thrown out the window because we're really fighting now. But from A to C, it's still the same. We're just skipping B. Yes. Right. Like yes, the in between shit. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that, but then there's also little in between shit that actually like, oh, oh shit, I was missing that. Yep. And that was <laughs> it's so crazy. And, and they call that invisible. Or yeah, invisible. I always call it in between jujitsu. Yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. certain things yeah, yeah. that you're gonna be doing. I always go, everybody, if you have a limb that you're doing nothing with, yeah. you just yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I say the same thing. I was like, you're doing something wrong. If yeah. one of your limbs aren't doing something. I, so I strive to have four points of contact mm-hmm. all the time. Damn, that's great. So, you know what I mean? It's just there's a lot of things. Once you understand body mechanics and you learn how to use your legs, mm-hmm. your guard now just goes to the next level. Yeah. Now you get a little bit of flexibility. Well, yeah, that was my thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the flexibility. You know? A lot of guys now in jujitsu, they, uh, the, um, the hip flexors tend to get loosened up now. Mm-hmm. They're really good there. They're flexible in certain positions, not right. all positions. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see a lot of bigger guys. They can have flexibility here, but upper body not as flexible, mm-hmm. like shoulders. Like for me, if I see somebody big develop shoulders, in my head, I'm going omoplot, yeah. Morris. Right? Yeah. All day long. Can't move them. And yeah, I'm not yeah, doing yeah. the traditional omoplot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But because their range of motion is limited, yeah. and I know I'm either going to submit them or it's going to allow me to transition and get to their back. back. Yeah. Yep. Did you have big influences early on? Because I remember when you first broke in, and when we were like, when we were still training at the old school. Remember, like Rubber Guard had just come into yeah, the game, yeah, right? Yeah. And there's so many different like 
you know, progressions. It, it's, you know, that's all athletics and everything. But did you have something early on that really influenced you? Do you remember? So I think it was. I was very influenced by rubber guard BJ and, Penn. uh, well, BJ Penn and, yep. and then Eddie Bravo. Yeah. And like with my flexibility, like I was able to make stupid moves. Body, work, body touch. Right? But you might yeah, get up yeah. that flexibility later on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like it took a little bit, like my hip flexors, like all of a sudden, like I was able to just put like my heel over here. Yeah. The same side. Like, and like I was just that was, that was that a lot of yeah. <laughs> Sean Williams was the same way. Yeah. Yeah. He developed a exactly really what he's like I could pull my leg and put it behind my neck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pretty, like pretty yeah. fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rich, I remember seeing Rich on that machine. Remember the machine? Yeah. The split machine? Yeah. You're going like it's like behind you. And I was like, and I'll be honest with you, that still allows me to have a good guard. Even yeah. I'm older now. I'm very yeah. flexible. Oh, and yeah, people yeah. don't they look at me and just assume I'm not. Yeah, like yeah. your guard's this wide. Yeah. yeah. So. I can oh, yeah. create a wider guard. Oh, yeah. And my legs are strong too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So all that plays a big part. Both your legs are like snakes. Yep. Right. Like well, once yeah. you wrap someone in those, it's you're not you're not getting out. Well, I, I remember going through hooks with you and and making sure, like a lot of people don't understand the the hook and how it's used. It's 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 the way my toes, my right. toes, yeah. and whether I turn my foot in or I turn yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. Right. And the yeah. farther you can point your knees out, yes. the sharper your hooks become. Yes. They go like this, right? Your feet are like this, yeah. rather than like this. Yeah. No. So if your knees are pointing up, you know your your feet are obviously probably pointing up too. But if you can drop your hip flexors, right? Yep. And then your hooks become like this, then you're, and then you start crawling you your toes your towards toes your shins. Yep. Holy shit! Now, yeah. so you think about. I remember Greg Hope. Yeah. He, Greg started doing lessons with me before yeah. he actually went into full training. Yeah. So Greg was actually my strength and conditioning coach. Right. That's oh, right. So he, yeah, yeah. for, for oh, at Hatfield, yeah, yeah at Hatfield yeah. before my fights, and and I was like, I had to take on a whole new type of training. So Greg has just gotten out of college. Yeah. It's probably 2001 or 2002, and he started working at the Hatfield Athletic Club. I seen him in there. He had a nice personality about him. I'm like, I'll talk to him. Yeah. But I was not. I'm like, I know more than these guys. Yeah. I was in the fitness world for years. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I knew I kind of had to change. Everybody needs a coach. Yeah. And I had to change how I was doing something and knew more up-to-date stuff. Yeah. So I ended up getting with him, and he's like, look, I can, I can definitely help you. I said, look, I win. You come over and do what I'm doing, and I'll and I'll coach you. Nice. He was like, "Okay," and I mean, I did, and I was like, "Okay." Well, he said, "Okay, I guess I got a freaking," and that's how we started. Right. So he got it, and then I started coaching. He I remember too. He did, yeah, and I didn't know it. He was a natural to it, he, and he had a wicked guillotine too. Yeah, he, yeah. like a wicked uh, guillotine. Well, he, he was uh, doing a high elbow guillotine before anybody. I'm Tightest sure. guillotine I've ever felt, sure. besides Henzo's. He actually yeah. hurt my neck one time. Like he like. Like, like it was like an accordion. Like he pulled my my vertebrae apart. Uh, just have that natural. Oh, yeah. for a long time. Someone has like a move that that's like they can. It, put, it's they, his. When they hit it, it's it, there. It's his, yeah. and that's it. You don't have to be. I mean, got to you as a as a blue belt. He was catching purple, brown, and black belts with the guild. Oh yeah, if he got you, and he he could wrestle, so he could force somebody to be on the bottom, and then force them to come up, or force mm. them to take a shitty shot. Yep. And, yeah, and yeah. then he would just, and it was his move. Yeah. And people get sucked into it at all different levels, right? Yeah. But once he got it, like it was on. Nice. Like there just was no. Yeah. You literally had to be ahead of him. If you weren't, you were caught. And there's very few few people have that type of move, but that was yeah. his. 
But one thing he didn't have, he could not use his feet. So you think going through school, yeah, you know, and I mean, he went to Arizona. You know what I mean? Really? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Did so he wrestle at Arizona? No, oh, he went okay. to college there. So, but you're going, okay, you're getting really good, you know, instruction, yeah. right? So yeah. you, he understands body mechanics, everything. Could not get his hooks to work. Yeah, He'd go and put a hook in and that thing would flop. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you... You got ED of the foot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Ballerina toes. Like, Rich, I can't do it. I said, man, I wish we get a blue pill for your foot, right? Yeah. So that was the whole idea. He would put his hook in. I go, well, pull, pull me towards you. And I go, what do you mean? Just do it. I did it. Boom. I'm like, look, I move you around one leg. It's my bad leg. I can't. I don't know. He actually developed technique. He goes, it ended up being those muscles in the front yeah, of the skin. Yeah, I forget what Timmy machine, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. We still have it. I had it at the house when I was well, sick. Then, I was then he started being big on the foot taps. He just he, that's that was his workout. Like, yeah. He'd make you stand straight. Yep. Yeah. Just and, foot taps yep. as fast as you can. So yeah, when you guys were doing strength and conditioning, yeah. he had you doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. But it's I, you gotta remember, I started training in martial arts when I was a young kid. Yeah. So the whole time you're on your toes, you're constantly using your feet. So I learned to be you're on the balls of my feet. Yeah. yeah, already developed. It's like it's like gymnastics, right? But he developed it too with the kettlebells. So now as I, it actually helped. This is the ironic part. It actually helped me as an instructor with going tell instead of just telling people, oh yeah, put your hook in here and do this. Mm-hmm. Now I know they got to build those muscles up first. So yeah, I actually yeah, started yeah. doing it, at, you know, with people like I would do butterfly lifts, but in class we'd go back and forth and do them. And I would do them to strengthen people's feet, hooks up, right? Push, pull, bring them up, lift, quads, abductors, adductors, hip flexors to get the flexibility and everything working as one. Because I automatically just assumed that everybody did that. Now, that's the one thing that's good about Henzo. Like Henzo, he was good at, and you're seeing it now through John Daniker and and Sean Williams, some of these other people. They're breaking down a lot of the little things that he would just show and do. And you're starting to see that in everybody's instruction Mm -hmm. now. You know, it's just broken down a little bit yeah, more well, it's, layman's terms. It's more verbiage, too. Yes. So like, John's, like, way more verbiage. Like, uh, Henzo's broken English. Like, obviously, yeah. his verbiage isn't going to be where yep. uh, uh philosophy major. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it, it, yeah. It, so he's just making Henzo's move smarter. Yes. <laughs> sounds smarter, right? Yeah, but it's it's actually the same. Yeah, it's the same, same technique. Yep. Don, just in his head, knew how to yeah. put that together. And that's what you're seeing everybody everybody learned i remember someone going oh yeah i figured out how to windshield waiver to stand like, <laughs> that's been taught for freaking 50 years you discovered now. that what? Yeah, there, yeah. standing yeah. out of guard standing on guard yeah standing yeah, guard yeah. how they windshield waiver yes. like oh, yeah. i never even remember being taught that i just did it yeah. i'm like they actually yeah. teach that now yeah yes it's like it's breaking down the stuff that you guys took for granted because took of for like granted. Oh, he yeah. probably yeah. just did yeah. it natural yeah. i did it natural you yeah. know like yeah. it didn't I'm like, that's actually a move. Mm. Like, I was shocked to find that that actually gets taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was like, yeah, I guess I better start teaching because that means everybody doesn't know it. So, right, right, right. Yeah. You know, I would explain it that same way, but I, it was never really something that was spoken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, yeah, put your ear and stand. And well, you that's just- the problem with visual learners, too. Like, they we're, we're so fat. Like, we're just yeah. fast. So we're seeing, okay, I got that. Yeah. Right. Yep. But we're not used to. Yeah. You know, saying it to our our it's different to, be, to have to spell it, right? it out. Yeah, yeah. I should have been saying it this way for five years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, now now I got it. over time. I've noticed too. Sometimes less is more. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. better off just showing 
and I do it now, where like I just show a general yeah. Yeah. idea of it. Yeah. Because then, people aren't going to follow. After like the third, they're yeah. going to follow. Yeah, yeah. And then as they start getting it, I'll go, okay, here you go. Add this to it. Yeah. Then they then we do it around like that. Okay, add this now. Mm -hmm. And now it seems to click. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we do is every class – we use the what we did the last class as the warm up for the right. start of the next right, grade. Right, right, right. Great idea. Right. Well, yes. you're finding it easier, remember? And yeah. he 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 remembers going through the same idea. Greg, mm -hmm. Uncle Greg teaches the same way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, one week, well, I teach one week's one thing, the next week's the next thing. Yep, that's the way to do it. Though. You know, that's go the exact ABC way to do it. Down Absolutely. And, and they, Whatever build the house comes the off of that. Yep. Right. So okay, so you're you have some success early, right? When did you get your like you you had your brown belt? How long did you have your brown belt for till you got the black belt? Uh, so brown belt was actually my longest belt. Okay, like I I, I got promoted pretty quick. Were like you... He used to make us fight each other too. Like, like that's how we got promoted. Like, and I was competing a lot, obviously. You that nice stuff, but that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we used to like you know what oh, I mean. Like yeah. they put you know I was yeah, a blue yeah. belt. I'm going against all the purple belts that day. Okay, you're beating the purple belts. Your you techniques up there, yeah. I guess, you know, you, you know, I kind of forced his hand with most of my promotions because, sure, you sure, know, really. I was just beating all the upper ranks, hey, you know. That's how but, uh, we, I, I would say put it on him. Yeah. Go after him. Yeah. yeah. See so, where he's at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say it was never easy. It's not like we took the, the light road. Yeah. No, no. I went against all the best guys in the room. I yeah. never shied away. I yeah. wanted, He would have black belts come in to show seminars and they, if they asked us to roll i was the first guy to yep, roll with that's all the best they would do that and they're like holy shit because i would come out of them with a bat out of hell yeah, that's like a wrestling thing though <laughs> well right? yeah yeah yeah. but yeah, you would yeah. have like something yeah, i was ready wrestling, to go. Like, always go. had to yeah, yeah like i remember we had russians would come in and teach seminars yeah. right away you're like hey let's go like we're doing live you get a feel for what it's real. Yeah. okay you want to get the real thing you want the real thing you, you got to look at it this way too some people, it's just like striking. Some people look great doing pad work and bag work. Right. It's the same thing when people are drilling. They can look really good. And I say, True. look, drilling is huge. I love mm -hmm. it. I think it's a it's huge essential. Part. But you also have to be able to deal with live training and the yeah. pressures of live training. Yeah. And you have to be able to turn that switch on. I know some people fold like a deck of cards as soon as pressure starts. Yeah. They look good. I go, you know, look, I could train with anybody and you could make them seem like they belong. Right. Mm -hmm. I go, you know what separates it? Is when I pick up the pressure and the yeah, speed, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and that's it. That's the only difference. Pick yeah. up the pressure and the speed. Things happen a lot faster yeah. and a lot harder. Oh yeah, that's that's the only difference. Little than that, you could you could put anybody and make them look like they belong. Yeah, right. Yeah. But then th that next person that you're training with, and that's kind of why you find you'll find lower ranking guys catching upper rank because when they're almost there, the upper rank is is not putting it on as hard as they can. Right. And the lower rank is starting to get yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bang, they catch you. And you're like, oh, f yeah. you got to start picking it up. And one, everybody's one's on offense and one's playing prevent. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's what what yeah. You're just not, you're, you're pressuring your speed's not the same. Yeah. Once they, and that's, that's a good thing because now you go, oh shit. Now they start catching you. You go, oh shit. Now I got to pick it up. Yeah. Now they're getting better. And now your level's going up. Oh yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a good, it's a good thing. And that's what you want. Yeah. Like, okay. and that's kind of how, you know, when somebody's really getting there, to be honest with you, for if, for to, to go, oh, here, this person's this level. And you've never seen them with any of your higher level guys, yourself yeah, 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 yeah. really go. You're yeah. like, eh. yeah. You know what? Uh, so when you you have your brown belt, you have it for quite a while. So yeah, I think so. I got my black belt in two thousand nine years ago. So was that two thousand 
2024? Yeah. Or, sorry, 2014? No, 14. Yeah. 2014. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, I got – so what happened was it was a big year for me. I, I, I got married. I switched the job that I worked at for 13 years. I got my black belt. Me and my wife moved in – or my fiance at the time moved in this well, – no, she was my wife, but we moved into our first place together. Okay. It was a huge year. So – and by prior to that, I think I had my brown belt for probably uh, two years – because that was the only belt you actually striped every four stripes. I was like, what the f***? <laughs> you never gave me a stripe before that. Because yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you were being lazy. Oh, I was skipping all the belts. <laughs> well, I was skipping all my stripes and going right to the next belt. But so, like, yeah. So, like, uh, and I started teaching a lot. Like, I think I was teaching probably the majority of classes at Brown Belt. Mm. And uh, so, I, I, and, like, and I was in the gi. I was in the gi a lot. So, like, he made me earn all my stripes in the brown belt. And so I was in my brown belt for two years. Well, teaching was a whole other thing. Hold on. Now, how beneficial is that? You've got to start at a – typically, they, they – I say I like purple, late purple belt, early brown belt. Yep. You got to learn how to talk your jujitsu. That's great. And it makes you, it makes you yeah. understand what you're doing and right. then how to convey yep. the information. Yep. Right? Because you're going to have that one guy that goes, oh, yeah. Duh, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're doing everything. I love the guys when you're like, you know, oh, get an underhook and they're like in half guard. And then they'll take this underhook instead yeah, of the wrong. <laughs> Right, right, right. Do you yeah. understand what yeah, you're yeah. doing? It's it's like, like, how does it look uh, comfortable? Yeah. yeah, people do get nervous, though. Like when you're so nervous when you're especially if it's a big class and you're talking to them, they feel like everyone's watching. Like, dude, no one. Gets Here's it. the yeah, thing. Yeah, now. You know? If you're if you don't understand. Should you be in the back of the room or should you be up in the front? Front, right? I, I, I'll yeah. show a drill and you can only show so many people that are facing you. Right. Uh, and I'll have people to behind me. I know they need to be in front of me. And I'm like, yo, guys, you're going to be like, I don't get it. Come over here. Yeah. Or they have to be teamed up with an upper rank guy. Yes. To, to be to like, help hey, them out yeah. a little bit. Sometimes you go well, during the drill and like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, my eyesight's bad. My hearing's bad. Get to the front of the room. Right, yeah. right, right. You can't be in the back of the room and Damn complaining right. you're not getting the drill. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you have those people which you just want to strike. Because you're like, I want to see you get better, time. but you got to, I, I can't read your mind. Right, right. And right. that's what they think. They got, you got a class of freaking 50 people and you got to think what oh, they're you're in the back row you he's starting to experience this stuff that's yeah. why i laugh because he's starting to run into it now yeah. Oh, yeah. at this point and you yeah. just go okay i'm just gonna be yeah, patient. Uh, right. <laughs> there's there's definitely, go. yeah there's definitely a special place in heaven for jujitsu instructors no. and especially uh jujitsu instructors who teach kids classes we're all going to heaven i'm sorry i don't care Dude, what i did my but the I, patience i have for my students is but the kids are the kids are probably the most enjoyable. I would when you yeah, see a little yeah. kid getting it, you're like, yeah, yeah. oh my god, yes. Yeah. How great is it too when like how many times have we've had people bring in like, oh, this kid's trouble, he's having trouble at school and he's trouble, blah, blah, uh, yeah. comes in here, it's the best when student there is. Yeah, yeah, there's a fine line with that. True. I always go. Yeah. Are some- I'd rather the yeah. I like getting the bullied kids in. Oh, yeah. the and best. Like, and like I like uh like so just the other day, for instance, uh the mom a mom of a kid that was bullied. She came to me like last year or so. Mm-hmm. And um, the kid was like, he, was he wouldn't even me. look. Yeah. He was getting picked on school, but like, he wouldn't even look at me. Like, no, he I wouldn't contact, make eye contact okay. with me. Yeah. And like, and like, I could just tell like his, his confidence was just trash. It was, it was yeah. it, like, not, he might've not even ever had confidence yeah. at some point. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and he had, was probably like 13 years old. 14, oh, tough. Yeah, tough. 13 year old kid. Yeah. 12. And he's probably 12 at the time. But uh yeah. So his mom came in the other day 
And she's like, I just got to tell you, like, this kid's confidence has come such a long way in the last year. It's ridiculous. Golly. And like, and that, and that, and the kid's fighting back. Like before, like uh, you would like, you'd like push him and like, he would just fall over. Yeah. Right. And now, that, if you go to push him, he's like snapping your uh, hand away. He's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, let's go. That's yeah. what, that's you just got to keep that like. check yeah. because sometimes you can take somebody who's bullied and they can become the bully. Uh, yeah. And then it's like this revenge on everybody. Like, he's a sweetheart. But some, but most of those kids might have needed some revenge. So. Yeah. Oh, hey. Dude, I'll tell you, <laughs> I just one or two of my kids needs, needs an asshole. Yeah. Hey, look at Sydney. Sydney was picked on. Yeah. Oh, Sydney yeah. was picked on, and then he got into like ninth grade, and he wasn't picked on no more. He was probably oh, he was tubby back then. Yeah, uh, he was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chub ball. Yeah, I always tell him your mom didn't drop off Mike Tyson. Okay, yeah. it was kind of <laughs> all right. That's yeah. Let's kind of. He's like, coach, have you seen Urkel yet? I'm like, I, I, no, I'm talking about the older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not talking about modern day yeah, Urkel, all jacked up. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't Stefano <laughs> Kell. Okay, so, but he was pissed on, and I remember getting a phone call. Um, he just had gone up to the high school, so it was his sophomore year, sophomore, right. and about having to go in because he put on ass whooping on the one kid. Good. And the one kid, big kid, played football, picked on Sid, and, um, like Sid had enough. Yeah. And Sid at that point, like sophomore year, he was like a grown ass man. Yeah. Okay. And still good disposition on butt. Yeah, like he's six, like six pack and like yeah. Jack right oh up. yeah. He had gotten some. He, and got he had enough of this kid. Yeah, and like he put it on him. And then we I ended up getting the phone call. I had to go up. I talked to him. I like well, you that. went. You yeah, I, I went up. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And there's another one. He came into the team. Like he was a little kid, but he came in a fucking room at a full of fighters. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he had no yeah. choice but to get good. There's oh, yeah. no there was no easy <laughs> like even survive or die. The, yeah. Even the, the, the guy in the, the lowest totem pole was still yeah. a killer. Tough. Wow. Bitch. Tough. Yeah. Remember those Sunday sessions? Oh yeah. yeah. With the circuit. Ryan Durstein was the best. He's like, one day I walked in on a Sunday. My, my body's so sore. I wanted to cry. And then I looked around and nobody else was crying. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he wanted to get out and run around in his his speedo out and I do. I used to see him running down the villa all the time. He stops yeah. traffic because all the moms, yell at him. Yeah, the, moms. the baby oil. So. Yeah, he's got the guys yelling at him. He's got the girls. You know, I mean, uh, Jesus Christ, those sessions were brutal. His, his, Harry, right? Yeah. Harry sessions were brutal. <laughs> Harry was great. No, Harry. I walked out with a bloody nose every time. Yeah. Oh my god. That's look like I got hit. It's like I look good. Like I look good. Like yeah. I think he said something earlier. But uh, yeah, you look good hitting pads, right? And then all of a sudden, I do one, one good thing, one good boom, boom, and then I'm like, yeah. And then he hit you. No. <laughs> Stop Remember we'd say like he turned on the alarm. Like if yeah. you hit him, he'd be like, oh, oh it's like I shit. Now it's coming. Yeah, you're getting cracked. Yeah. yeah, but hey, man, that's all part of the game. Uh, Harry was very—he's a—he was rare though because he was good at bang. He's a good teacher. Great. But yeah, what yeah. you needed to learn, but not over—not too much information. Yeah, like very fundamental, basic stuff yeah. that you're like, oh shit. I think yeah. he was still learning to teach at that time. Too. Agreed. He was. I agree. I mean, we were like, some of his first. You yeah. know? He, he was because he really liked what I was doing with you guys. Yeah. He's like. You mind if I just? I'm like, Harry, go ahead. You don't have yeah, to modify yeah, anything for MMA. Good, yeah, Teach good. it as need yeah, be. Yeah, you know I what I mean. It. That's why me and him clicked. Yeah, no, like you great. know what I mean. Yeah, that's why. That's why he had me corner him for all of his fights. Wrap his hand. Yeah, I mean, do everything. Yeah. He, he just like we. It was just an easy connection. I knew yeah. where he was at. He knew where I was at. And uh, yeah. you would have thought watching us do pad work, we were together for 20 years. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, don't, he was, don't. dude. Harry, I miss Harry. I can't wait to get him on the show. He was another. He was another. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's a good. He was like me. Yeah, he yeah. Was like me. yeah, yeah. He, he was a knucklehead. He, he was a good. Fit. He wanted the party. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember him after a fight at the casinos. Yeah. Who? You. Yeah. Not me. No, no, not you. Not married, Mike. Hey. <laughs> no, he wasn't. But he had a little. He had a little too much to drink. Sure. Where's Michael at? Harry's looking for him. Oh my god. Oh boy. Remember we had the 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 the, the bigger girl splash. We don't know mm. with the Adam's apple. Oh man, he's out on the floor. <laughs> she was no, eyeing him those up. Those were like... vultures on the sideline, and then Karen came and started that. De- yeah, I remember being. That was the biggest vulture I've ever seen. She was right? like, that was yeah. a pterodactyl. Because I, I was right just right in the middle dancing by myself. You and were. Then, you were. And then, and then, 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 then there's like two two ladies, I'll say. They fought heavyweight. That yeah. <laughs> I'm being nice. Yeah. But uh, they were, yeah, they were drooling she, on the sideline. Michael, you're coming over here yeah. with me. You're gonna. I'm just out there dancing. I'm on my You're going to get hurt. You're yeah. coming over here with me. I think yeah. I they got ended the... up in the bath. That was the night I ended up in so, the bathroom. You guys going to find me. You said you weren't feeling good. You went to the bathroom. I'm going to use the bathroom real quick. Okay. I didn't show up. Like we're waiting. Hours. We're busy. <laughs> so we're waiting and waiting and waiting. Here we went to another bathroom. And um, I guess you were throwing up. Yeah, I was wrapped around the toilet. And then he, passed out. Out. he passed out. I'm like. We're at the Taj? No, this was. Uh, um, Trump? Yeah, the showboat. Showboat. Okay. showboat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, which, yeah. It had. Uh, this I, I wasn't fighting that night. I was, I was what, were you fighting? Corn okay. Yeah. You were was a match. Was that the Tom DeBlas fight? Was it that? No. One? No, 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 it wasn't no. that one. Oh, I just. I, this is one of the new breed fights. I, I, oh, I don't no. know. If we found you or someone else found you. We're like. Someone else found me. Like, yeah, I was. They like saw, like, saw me laying and <laughs> wrapped around the toilet. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? God damn. Like, you better scrub your body down. Uh, you know what I mean? Time, but, yeah. like, it was a full-on search. But that's how it was back then. Yeah. That was just like, because it was like fighting party and fighting party. You know what I mean? Like, those and, yeah, I was good. Like, everybody kind of, there's so much energy put in. That's what I tell a lot of the guys. You guys don't realize. It was six and seven days a week. Yeah. You weren't training three days a week to fight. Three days a week. You are a hobbyist. I wouldn't even compete training three days a week. Yeah, agreed. Like, agreed. You're there to showcase your skills, not agreed. to learn new skills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're you're there to be ready. If yeah. they, if you lose, you lost because the other guy was better, not because your mm-hmm. cardio was out, yeah. not because you didn't train, your technique wasn't good. You lost because the other guy was better. The training, too. That was just like... That was the hardest training. The, but it's like you did, you had to wake up and do your calisthenics and your road work. Then you would get like your conditioning training, mitt training and all that kind of shit. And then, yeah. Yeah, fight we, night was the night off. Remember that was Harry saying? Yeah, that's what was night. Fight night was the night off. Oh yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Yep. Well, I had it set up like that, so when you guys went to compete, it felt like okay. The, the training was harder than this. I'm actually looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it was yeah. like that. Nobody Helped was a lot mentally too. Oh, yeah. you knew you were ready. Yeah, even if you skipped a couple sessions, right? Oh, I was <laughs> a lot of sessions. We're going to spar. He, he would go through everything, but when we get done, you know, okay, tonight, the, the one night we'd have like one hard night of sparring. Mm. And uh, where's Michael at? Um, I think Michael left. I'm like, where the fuck did he go? I was standing right by the door. Michael is He got by me and good. got out. I had yeah, no like, idea. Honestly, and I wish I realized it uh, earlier because uh, I think. Uh, you know, I, I had to fight, right? Like, like I always told my, like, I thought I was a tough guy. My friends and stuff like that. I was like, I'm going to be a fighter, blah, 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 right? 
And like, honestly, I wish I realized earlier that I was not going to be a fighter because I would just concentrate on my jujitsu. So you're saying once like, I started fighting, more of a, like concentrate more of being yeah. a grappler than a, yeah. Because okay, once sure. I stopped fighting, honestly, I didn't love fighting. Like I, I just did it because like. I thought wow. I was a tough guy. Like write it off. Like it had to been written. Yeah, like, but look like, at this, right? The skills like, that you obtain from doing true, that true. Well, yeah. are, are, are gonna be skills that you're, yeah, yeah. you're not gonna get from doing anything else. 100%. You understand yeah, yeah. realistically. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I was, you know, I I used to always go to Henzo, like, hey Henzo, how come we didn't do a lot of leg stuff back then or whatever? And he said, but, uh, typically, if you wouldn't do it in the street, we didn't teach it in the right, classroom. Right, right, right. Yeah. Back in my country, because but things are changing, he said, and you're you're starting to see, it, and you, and you want to learn it and understand yeah, it. Yeah. He goes, um, but you know, it, it was meant for combat back then and self defense. Mm -hmm. So there's certain things that you didn't. As it started to become more of a sport, you know, he was all for it. He's like, you know, he 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 loved it. He loved the whole leg game. He was yeah. a big wrestling guy. He said. You know, all this plays a huge part. You just have to have an understanding on how it's going to be applied. Right. right and that's right. kind of the difference. And yeah. I think he was probably one of the best guys at at letting people know that. Yeah. Like, it's okay to do this. This is great. You know? Yeah, so, like, the one thing it did, like, help me do, like, I I'm very confident that I can defend myself against 90% of the population sure. out here. Like, you For know sure. what I mean? Like, even I, a real good striker. And like, because like my jujitsu just absorbs punches, right? And yep. like, I had to get punched in the face to, and learn you have how to absorb yeah. that, yeah. right? Like, I had to get punched in the face to sure. learn how to absorb punches, right? For and sure. that's what, that's one thing it did give to me. But like, I think I would have, if I had to do it all over again, and if I was going to fight, I would have probably waited to purple belt where my jujitsu was like real good. You know what I mean? Cause I was fighting as a white and blue belt. Yeah. <laughs> my first fight, yeah. I was a white belt. Oh, yeah. yeah. I won, but like, it was like a slug. It was yeah. ugly. It was What's so fighting a strip club. Yeah. I think. <laughs> but didn't, it didn't give you a bite to go and do it again. So that night, yeah, yeah, yeah. The night, like as yeah. being in the cage in front of people. Yes. You right. do get yeah. that. Yeah. You do get that, like that's you're a, like that's first fight, but the preparing for a fight. Oh yeah, sure. Your is so much easier. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if I could go back and do it all again, you know, you're you're, you're, you're trying to you're trying to gather other skills. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, blend yeah. it. Yeah, think about yes. how hard it, it's yeah. it's hard enough just it's trying exhausting. to put jujitsu combinations together, right. let alone defending yeah. off the cage. It's, it's not, not for everybody. You're not <laughs> wrestling on an open mat. The way you defend and take down in the cage. Is different, dude. The cage is the mother too. You have to understand well, yeah, that. You gotta learn how to use the cage yeah. as your friend. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. So there's a lot. You're a lot of your back escapes uh, come off of you know yes. using the cage. Dude, to I, I remember your coming off of more shit on me from the cage than from the guy. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, you you got Those some hair torn out. Oh yeah. god, it was brutal. Yeah, patches. Yeah, they were like, Jesus yeah. Christ, is there a wolf? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was his nickname, Patches. Yeah. So nice. Okay. So then let's keep it going. So you got your black belt and everything like that. I want to talk now. Yeah. What was the uh like? What was the genesis of opening the Padilla BJJ Academy? Which, like we said, links in the description of this episode. Definitely check it out. One of the best schools in the area. Everyone, you know, raves great programs. They have family programs, fighter programs, kid programs, really, really good stuff. But what was the genesis of, you know, creating the school and starting that? And then how's the school going now? Yeah, like, I don't know. Because you were teaching here. Yeah, like, like I love, yeah, I was love school teaching. Was always I love idea, teaching. though? Yeah, I think that was always, I think we were always pretty, op like, uh, open about, you know, 
the day's gonna come to where but that's something you know, I've always wanted to, go, to do, right? Yeah. I'm gonna have to go. But that's why I had him start teaching. Yeah. yeah. So like, you can't yeah. just get your black belt and go. Ah, I'm just gonna. Yeah, go. and I didn't. I think I yeah. waited a year. Or so yeah, you were probably like two like, years. Yeah. But, but you, you were already teaching prior to. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was teaching. So like, what happened with most of us, right? Like, I was in a in my mid twenties, mm-hmm. around, not yeah. saving money, not yeah. being good with money, yeah. and uh, I couldn't pay for a membership anymore. And I said, I told Rich, I was like, I I gotta stop training. Yeah. He said, What? <laughs> i just got my purple voice like what are you talking about like, yeah. and it's like look i can't i just can't like i'm a landscaper i make 19 dollars an hour i got yeah. a kid like i just can't do it like yeah and he's like nah and he's like nah i think i started off teaching a wrestling class or something like yeah. that and, and eventually i started teaching a beginner class mm-hmm. and eventually i was just teaching, <laughs> like, I was just teaching. That's the same though. He yeah, same thing. So, like, and, yeah, you know, it for everybody. And I got to a certain point to where you know, like I was like, I just want to, you know, I want to see if I could do what, this myself. You know? Rich, when you see that though, right? Like you see the talent in Mike, and you know, like the dedication we have and things like that. Like, do you know, like, if these guys lose this school and this place, like, it could be detrimental. Absolutely. Like, if you would have lost this place, same thing Absolutely. for me. You know what's going to do? They're going to go like that. You're going to go right. Well, yeah. Well. Yeah, they're gonna go uh, right back yeah, to their bad habits. Would have been yeah. in the shit, man. Yeah, yeah. no, and, and well, yeah. well, yeah. what it does is you got that extra time. It gave yeah. me focus to just like I was like I gotta go teach. So yeah. on the weekends to go hang out. Yeah, you know yeah. like basketball uh, prior to jujitsu was like my main love. I love playing basketball. We yeah. played pickup basketball every day of my life up until I was twenty four. Play for shit then. Okay? Yeah. I'm actually really good at. No, basketball. I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> and like I'm like holy shit. And then all of a sudden jujitsu came and like I. Dude, I can't tell you how many friends I lost. I can't tell you how many. Were, like, I stopped, well, yeah, I was, like, lost, but like, you, you know, lost, we just stopped hanging out, yeah, right? Like, just, yeah, because like, my just just training, that's the gimmick, yeah. man. Look, yeah. that, it's, it's, kept it's, me out of the bar, kept yeah. me out of the United so, Kept you off the street. Was, bar was, sports, right? Guards, pool. That's not going to do anything for you. Yeah. Before you know it, you end up at 40, probably overweight, all kinds of health issues. Now, I know when that gets said, and somebody really, truly has a passion for it, no, we'll make it work. Yeah, just get in here. Figure it out. And me. and yeah. by me giving him something to do, it makes him feel like okay, it's not just getting given to me. Yeah, yeah. I got to I still have to, to work for it. it. Yeah. Exactly. Who wants anything given to him? No. You have any pride in yourself? You don't want any of that. You, yeah. you want to earn it. Yeah. So I mean, he was paying for some like Naga tour, like competed at Nagas. He's yeah. like, you gonna be on Nagas? We got like now. Nah, I got the you money. Got money. Like, what? Yeah. No. Karen will have, Karen yeah, take care of it. Yeah. Don't worry about when it. We, when we had that yeah, fight, we did that with other people, too. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. paid for our licenses to fight in Jersey. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, like, and for the test, we had to get, remember that? Yeah. Test. yeah. I had to drive in the middle of nowhere for a blood test. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, mine was a, I'm like, taking everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but hey, sometimes you're, I know you guys are doing everything you do financially. Everybody's been there. You're young. You're freaking broke. You're mm-hmm. like, but you, but you're putting in the time. Mm-hmm. Like if you weren't training and putting in the time, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're you're putting in the time. Everybody's super respectful. Anything you can do to help the gym out. Mm-hmm. They're putting the time in and 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 uh, interacting with new people coming in. Yeah. To me, it's a win-win. Yeah. Keeps yeah. you guys focused on what you're doing. Put that extra money out. Yeah. Get everything yeah back then, you were teaching all the class. Like yeah. you had to teach jiu-jitsu class. You had to teach the wrestling class, boxing. or no, the boxing class, the yeah. kickboxing class. You were teaching all of them. So you're like, God, damn. No, you're not going anywhere. We can make you work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in my head, you're like I'm pretty good at this stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, there's always, and that's why I said, if someone has like, that much right. of a passion, 
and you look you have to you have to have all the attributes you can't yeah. just be one dimensional right if you you have to have a personality and be able to interact with people if you're yeah, lacking yeah. somewhere it might not be for you because you have to be able to drive other people you have to be able to open up that passion in people and sometimes that comes through you as a person being right. positive um going through your ups and downs being able to convey convey that info get them out get them motivated mm -hmm. and 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 keep everybody engaged and and all those things come together with being a good martial artist a good jujitsu yeah, person yeah. a good yeah. kickboxing coach or boxing coach all that kind of kind of works together as one yeah you start figuring people out you start quick. figuring you yeah. start reading mine and then you kind of know like what's going to be a fit who's going to be a fit who's not yeah, going to yeah. be a fit yeah, and yeah. obviously like look with you know you weren't we weren't the only one matt other people we've we've done that with i remember sleeping me and karen slept with a phone in between us for phone calls from you guys in case <laughs> something happened you got arrested on the weekend you got an accident you need a ride home from the bar because you're drunk because we were like yo no, don't freaking drink and drive i never did it i did it you no know call. i did a no call on their show one time did you ever do that it was a Saturday morning. No, I've never no called no showed him. Oh, dude, Saturday morning. It was like a hairy training session morning. And I'd like I went out the night before. Like it was the worst. No. And then ended up like miss like just sleeping through everything. I didn't want to deal with like, Karen. I'm not dude, <laughs> dude, bro, right. the messages I had. It's like get your yeah. oh, yeah. I was like no. No, yeah. no show that was in the book for me oh, yeah. bro. went to your house bro. she would have had me drive to your house yeah you know what yeah, i mean yeah. i was like god damn like, I, saw I never one of you mother live yeah, you know, yeah. Come, you get your asses in yeah she made you accountable true yeah you yeah. couldn't just it only ever happened once. Yeah. i hope you feel better yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I remember when Matt Sauer did a seminar at our place, and me, him, and Pete Sell, and Uch, and all of us went out. We did the limo thing. Adam was working the clubs down there. Yeah. We were out till five in the morning. Okay, yeah. at eleven a.m. was the seminar. So, oh goddamn! I was still hammered. No, yeah. Pete Sell was hammered. Matt was hammered. We were all carry Pete Sell in or something. Is that no, carry him he in? carried me in. No, get <laughs> <laughs> carried. That's right. That's Eric Uch carried me. Uh, two hours sleep. Yeah, I was up. Yeah, right that was before my time. Made some eggs. Mm -hmm. Got myself out the door. Mm -hmm. Probably shouldn't have been driving. No, no. you know what I mean. Yeah. You got to remember getting yeah. home at four or five in the morning uh, after the limo, the uh, whole bit, right? Uh, yeah. And then they were staying at the Holiday Inn right off the Turnpike yeah. here, right? Get over there, get everybody going. Matt's still hammered. Matt is just not getting up for nobody. We're like, what? The I'm like, Pete, what am I going to do? He's like, he'll get up. He just needs a little bit more sleep. So, okay. We went to Wawa, got some stuff. Eventually got him going. Um, We puked a couple times outside the sure. freaking holiday. Sure. Yeah. Then we got over. To, it was one of the best seminars ever. <laughs> right? But I remember from 11 o'clock until about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, just back and forth to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Matt would go. I, I, we're just passing. But I kept it going yeah. and trained. Oh. <laughs> and trained. Damn. That's the word. It, it was literally, I was just going through the motions. Yeah. But it was a great years. seminar. It was awesome. Matt, yeah. like, I know Matt was still drunk. Yeah. But one of the best seminars, like, he opened up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was and like a year before I joined. Was so it? I okay. Yeah. yeah, it was probably like around two years before. If you didn't know him, you would have never known. Jesus. You know, we're probably like, we should have done this after. We didn't think it was going to be. <laughs> we didn't think we were going to get that. So he had just won the ultimate fighter. Oh, wow. And Did he have so, a fight with uh, St. Pierre? He didn't yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually yeah. told him he's going to be fighting GSP. So he didn't even know. Like I said, I said to um, 
we were when we went out that night, I was like, you, you know, GSP's up at the near academy training. And in fact, that Tuesday I was up there and I ran into him. He's like, he is. He didn't even know. Mm, shit. And then he's like, well, you ain't gonna be there for this fight. I'm gonna yeah. tell you that right now. That's my house. Yeah. And now he goes, you know, no, no hard feelings, but no, that's the truth. Afterwards, everything's good, but he won't be training there for this fight. Yeah, and he didn't. Yeah, 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 that's you know, respect though. Dan Hurd was his head coach. Yeah, and it, it was very it, look. It was very respectful. I mean, yeah. they they put on a little bit of a show for the thing, but right, right, right. yeah. You know, which, you know, you kind of figured. But, yeah. yeah, no. I mean, George was always looked at as part of the the Henzo Gracie team. Yeah. You know. You would come down from Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. the whole team did. Fuck. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. they come down on a weekend. I remember guy, meeting guys from the, from Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, they would drive in mm-hmm. and stay in New York. What's his name? Forrest or Forrest? Or Forrest Griffin? No, no. no. It's uh, uh, GSP's coach. Oh yeah, uh, uh, for, for, for us, for us, for us. They all love Dan Hurt. Yeah, they all love. They were all like white and blue belts. Oh no shit. Yeah, there was actually another That's guy. How it was back in the day. It was yeah. purple belts True. back now, then. True. Now, even you go back to like, even right around like between 2006 and 2010, there was it, you started to see a little bit more of black belts, but but. They were black belts. Guys were getting their black belts. They've been around forever. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Like, you're finally... It was like a slow process, and then, bang, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All the next generation started yeah. coming up. Yeah. And, yeah. Nice. So, all right. We are coming towards the top of time, though, Mike. But before we get out of here, I want to talk more about uh, Padilla BJJ. So, like we said, again, in the description of this episode, we'll have the website, we'll have the link for your socials, everything like that. What do you got going on over there? I know you have an adults class, a kids class. Like, what are you teaching? What are your nights and days like? And and where are you located? So we're located like South Side Allentown. Okay. Uh, Didn't you just go get there? Seventy eight North. No, I've been there for like four years now. Nice place. Nice place. Nice place. Like <laughs> Family yeah. oriented. So, I mean, we've been we've been. So Padilla BJ has been open probably like seven years now. Okay. Seven years in March, God I think. God damn, yeah. man. Congrats, brother. Yeah, so that yeah. makes sense because I've been a black belt for nine years. Yep. Two years. Which you owe me a degree. Yep. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and then, uh, so, so yeah, and then I left two years after I got my black belt. Yep. 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 And you jumped, so then did you, it, yeah. you opened the gym. You were at a uh, space originally. It was like a shared space. Yeah. You got, your own, yep. you got your own space, which is where you're at now, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, it's like you got, you know, all the mats, everything. We do everything the same here. Like, this is where I came up. Like, yeah. uh, I do the same thing that I've been doing here. Do you have a wrestling class there, too, or just? Uh, like, we did, but, like, it... wrestling is a tough sport for yeah. for beginner, like, yeah. people getting into jiu-jitsu, yeah. right? So, like, the class always dies out a little yeah, bit, yeah, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's hot. But, as you know, I teach, I teach stand-up during my jiu-jitsu. Like, there you go. We, like, we don't focus 100% on it because you're not going to turn – you know, an average Joe into right, to right. Jordan, right? Right, right. Yeah. And a lot more injuries and wrestling. Yeah, you know what I mean? so yeah. But like you know, we show basic stand up just like we would do here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. mostly how to sprawl and get away. You know yeah. what I mean? Or yeah. you know, safely pull guard. Uh, yeah, I, I teach the same way we do here. Yeah, you know, that's how I came up. Yeah, uh, no, different. Not really yeah. in that in the wheel. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, we we focus a lot. You know, uh, we do our technique. We train. We train a lot. We do a lot of rounds. Nice. I would say that. But um, it's the same shit, man. Yeah. Like, like you said, we're not reinventing the wheel. Right. So you, I and still you have, enjoy teaching. You, you have <laughs> like you have training. a kids class. You have an yep. adult class. You have a geek class. No glee. Like, yeah, I teach all of them. 
Yeah, I have. Oh, like, you teach? You don't know yeah, anyone else? So, like, I have like one or two instructors uh, that help out, but uh, I teach probably ninety eight percent of my classes. Ah, I teach all the kids seven years, that's what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When the next person yeah. comes up behind him, he's yeah, gonna be yeah. more than ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It takes yeah. a while. Though. It, it takes a while. Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, like I'll never, I'll probably never give up the kids class because I just don't trust people. Yeah. There's only there's yeah. only one Jr. You like, know, I hit like baby. You know what I mean? Like I'll be like, okay, I'm done with these kids. I like teaching the kids. I, I, I'm no, it's just the enjoyment, and that's the future. Yeah. Plus, yeah. too, you have a, it, it's almost like a family atmosphere, too, right? Like, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That, that's one changed thing. Changed a lot. But, like, yeah. but the thing is, though, like, people say, like, yeah, it's like a family atmosphere here in a way, which it is. It's a very much a family atmosphere. It's safe for kids, families, and everything like that. Well, it's but, good for business. Too. It, yeah. Let's be honest. But it doesn't like, take away from the roles themselves. No. It's still a rough room. You know, like, well, yeah, yeah. So you'll, you'll have your, like, we're like psychologists, jujitsu instructors. Like, we have to learn how to cater to multiple different personalities, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'll have my guys that are like, we want these hard rounds. Like, we want these hard rounds. But yeah. I got these guys that are like, we just want to learn. Yeah. We just yeah. want to learn, yeah. you know, go through the movement, yeah. get our lungs going a little bit, but like, not crazy. So, like, you know, you got to, you got to know how to, deal with those different personalities sure, too like sure. you need to cater to them differently obviously yeah, right? yeah. these guys when they were getting ready for fights we would have them they'd be balls ass tired <laughs> yeah, put them in the regular class yeah and then put the lesser guys yeah, in yeah. dominant positions on them right now yeah. you're like okay this is kind of like a break for me but i still got to get out of a bad position exactly and that's how you cater to yeah, that yeah. you know it's it's not it's not reinventing the wheel mm, you're, yeah. you're just taking the 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 guys are more skilled, better athletes. Yeah. You're just putting them, they're already tired. Now you're just putting them in bad yep. positions. You're giving yep. the other guys the more dominant positions. And that's where position training well, yeah, gets and, at. And that's like like if I get my like I won't like he said, he put he put the the lesser guys on us when we were dead tired, right? Yep. Yeah. Like so but we so weren't able, too. we weren't able to just beat the piss out of them, right? right? Yeah. Like because we were tired, right? I do the same thing at my gym. I'm gonna put my my brown belt that's decent level against my white belt that just wants to do just like he's still yeah. learning yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. and it keeps you safe you gotta read right? when yeah. people are tired yes. they're not gonna do they're not gonna flare you're not gonna get like a freaking elbow or right. a head button right, right, they're right, so right. exhausted yeah that they're trying to get through it technically correct right because they right. can't afford to make too many mistakes right. or they don't have the energy to flail yeah right and when you start talking about wrestling you know what i, I teach it, the wrestling mm -hmm is in the bottom position mm, you take somebody yep. yep single leg is half guard mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's right wow. yeah. so you just escape your bottom leg yeah and you're, and you're up yep. and that's you just go here you go instead of an underhook on the back i'm gonna have you underhook under the ass here's the difference mm -hmm. in wrestling wow. you can't lock your hands on a takedown yeah in jujitsu you can oh no shit i didn't know that so jujitsu you can lock your hands so that's the difference. I can teach somebody to get a good double leg, get underneath, <laughs> underneath the butt, lock their hands, whether it be an S grip, gable grip, or just a freaking grab in your wrist. Boom, pinch the legs together, drive, cut the corner, mm. easy takedown, right? Versus dropping behind the knees and trying to. So you can teach somebody to grapple, staying up on their feet, have more success with takedowns. Obviously, you got to drill it. Right. But there's things they can get away with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What trips and shit. Yeah, like exactly. Because right? they can lock their hands. It's picking them up and like, yeah, like yeah, you ain't yeah, doing yeah. all that. Same thing when you get around the body. You can, they can start locking up. So there's little things. You need to know a single leg, a double leg, a basic trip. And a sprawl. 
Sprawling. Yeah. As far as defense. Yeah. But that's it. I'll be honest with you. Starting starting up you your feet. You're talking out. about you're talking about jujitsu. You're better off freaking head snap and front headlock. Let him go. Snap you to the ground, yeah, yeah. ankle pick you, or just put you on the ground, spin to your back. Mm-hmm, yeah. Simples takedown, I don't have to worry about getting injured. And wrestling is tiring. Like, yeah. it's, it's fucking tiring. Like, sure. I st- I'm still competing, right? Yeah. You don't catch me wrestling. No, I just either get taken down and then <laughs> get work my way back up. Yeah. And, like, and I'll wrestle up from my bottom rather than wrestling from a neutral position. I'd rather wrestle up from the bottom. bottom. It's a lot safer and it's a lot. Uh, less yeah, uh, cardio, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah, a lot yeah. less oh, yeah. tiring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. You don't have to worry about getting caught yeah, in the yeah. guard, yeah. making a mistake, or yeah. getting caught in a guillotine, yeah. or something like. Because you don't have to be a phenom to get a guillotine. That's no. why yeah. at the black belt level, you see guys sneak on guillotines. Mm-hmm. It could be a blue belt that wrestled yeah. his whole life, yep. hard to take down the guy. The guy's been doing jujitsu his whole life, takes mm-hmm. a crappy shot, gets caught in a front headlock. The guy's got a squeeze on him. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, like I'm 40, right? Like, the older I'm getting, the more simpler my jujitsu is getting. Like, all I do now, yep. like, literally, all I do is, right? I'll sweep to get on top. Yep. I pass the guard. Yep. I mount, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I get an under. If I don't have an underhook already, yep. and then I'm gonna try to achieve two underhooks from mount. Right. Yep. I work the elbows of the body, and I'm doing S mount. To arm bar, just yeah. regular normal jujitsu. Yeah, like, people are like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> They're like, "You yeah, feel like fucking, you're a hundred. You feel like you're yeah. three hundred pounds." Oh yeah, yeah. I just went over this the other night. You're like, "You got Yokozuna yeah. on top." Yeah, it's but like, you don't. Brutal. It's just body positioning, wedges, mm-hmm. and like just knowing where to that, be, how to yeah. be. That right? takes the most amount of time, though. Yeah, is learning how to put your weight down on somebody. You have to slow it up a little bit. Yeah. Position. And and pinning with your body. Once you understand yeah, that pins, yeah, I forgot to say pins. Yep. You you're 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 the amount of pressure. You're gonna have submissions all day long. You're gonna be able to take the positions you want mm-hmm. with very little work. Sure. And then I'm like I'm like smothering you yeah. in my chest, yeah. right? You're putting your nose yeah. right in yeah. the chest, That's right? The then you guys just give up. You're like, all right, take my. You're like, off, right? Right? Off. here's here's the, here's the difference <laughs> when you talk about and when you talk about jujitsu when people went oh submission only. What happens is the better guys that really understand it are creating problems with pressure first. It's not just, oh, let me just go for submission. But you get a young person that goes, oh, submission only. Oh, let me just, they're just flounding, they're just grabbing anything. You know, now it's a 50 50 toss up. The better guys, top or bottom, create pressure, isolation, control, submission. I think my submission wheelhouse right now is probably arm bar, arm triangle, and rear naked choke, right? My pressure, if I don't, if I don't get you to turn to give me your back, I'm going to arm bar you or I'm going to arm triangle you, right? Mm -hmm. If I don't do those two, I'm going to give, then you're going to give me your back. Now I'm going to rear naked choke you, right? And I can come back. I can give up the back and come right back to mount and do it all over again. Yep. Right. Yeah. Went on top, stay on top. Amen. That's true. You don't need a whole lot of submissions. No, no. You, you need a, a, a choking series. Yep. You, you, you need an arm series. Mm-hmm. That's why I always prefer the Kimura. Yeah. It gets you yeah. everywhere. Positions and submissions. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can still apply pressure, but pretty much you can get it from anywhere. Yeah. And you start going with it, uh, any type of front headlock series submission yeah. mm-hmm. and, and that include arm triangles and all that Doris's all mm-hmm. that and, and choke from the back. 
Yeah. That's it. That's it. You're talking basically three with a bunch of in-betweens. Yeah. Nice. That's so, all I do. So we are coming to the top of time. Mike, I mean, this is the second time on, but we'd love to have you back on the third show if you'd be willing to come back third. on. Third. Oh, yeah. Well, second third. second third. interview, third yeah. time on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'd love to have you back on if you're willing to come back. Yeah, on. I'm ready. Awesome, awesome man. Yep. Thank you so much. We have to burn him, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wants to get Jeremy and uh, Mike Johnson, yeah. and, and we'll have like a – like round a, table. a round table and, and throw some shots back and talk some shit. Throw some yeah. depends on that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, You're on the with some depends. Jeremy, Jeremy probably needs some depends. Double uh, up on the depends. They have yeah, sport yeah. depends now, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, speaking of depends, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. I'm coming today by the one and only Rich Lada, and our special guest was the amazing Mike Padilla. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram, Working Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectivesgmail.com. And please like, subscribe, so we keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See you.